are Locked On Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Happy Friday, everyone. As always, thank you for listening to Locked On Wildcats. I'm Mike Luke, joined by John Brogan. And we have a lot to get to this show. We're going to go heavy on basketball because, quite frankly, that's what people are talking about right now. And, honestly, what else? it's fun to talk about. First thing that we're going to ponder today is where are we with Sean Miller? What it means if this drags out? There, we're getting some national attention. So, let's get started. First of all, Brogan, what do you think? Where are we with Sean Miller right now? Yeah, this is it's been an interesting time because you know, every report out there is that kind of Arizona's fumbling the ball here by letting this kind of drag out. It's getting national media attention and from Arizona, you haven't really heard much of anything outside of, you know, Dr. Robbins doing a COVID update and he was politely asked to comment on Arizona basketball and so he did. Um so you know, I think it's interesting. The, the stuff that I'm hearing, though, is that Arizona plans on keeping Miller. And he's most likely going to get an extension. So I think there's a lot of noise out there, um, as there always is with this kind of situation. But I think if I had to bet right now, my guess is Miller comes back on some sort of extension. I don't think the extension's easy. Um, you know, I think Arizona has leverage. I think Sean Miller has a little bit of leverage, a lot less than he had five years ago. Um, and so I think, you know, common sense would tell you that an extension is going to take a little time. And I wouldn't be surprised if Arizona has some kind of, you know, safeguards or safety nets in place. Um, just in case the performance on the court isn't up to standard or something surprising comes out of the ARP's uh, final decision. I worry that this is kind of turning into maybe a little bit of a chicken little situation where the sky is falling. And what I mean by that is... We don't know anything. So, you know, for the longest time, people were saying that, okay, well, uh, Miller hasn't talked with him. Well, come to find out that Miller had talked with uh, Dr. Robbins. And I've been a big critic of Dr. Robbins on this show as far as certain things being way too involved. And I think in avenues where, you know, I probably would be if I was in his shoes. But it's easy for me to sit here and say as a uh, radio person that I wouldn't be involved in. But all of this talk, though, about how, you know, what's going on next year with Arizona Wildcats, uh, they're trying to get rid of Sean Miller. We don't really know any of that. And if you watched uh, Robin's speech, again, I get it that uh, what is he supposed to say? But I didn't come away from that thinking that this was a guy who was looking to get rid of Sean Miller anytime soon, Brogan. Yeah, and and there's there's the canned public response, you know, the statement from the university sean miller's our coach but then there's also the version of it where it's you know we want to help sean get and his family get past this we want to move forward we want to get it back to recruiting again so there were a few statements from robbins that kind of stood out to me that gave me a little bit of the vibe that this wasn't just lip service and it wasn't simply just let me give you the canned answer from the university um yeah you know i think I think the fact that it's been, you know, seven days since the season ended their last game against Oregon 
I think it's, you know, people are getting a little antsy because there isn't resolution. I personally have never understood that because Sean Miller can recruit and Sean Miller can recruit just fine. The kids that they got coming in the three uh, that they got coming into this class have already signed. So there's not much risk there. And then there hasn't been a ton of kids commit in the next class. And so as long as this extension doesn't take six months, I don't really see the kind of narrative out there that this has to get done today because it's hard to recruit. You know, Arizona's offered six or seven players in a grad transfer in the last week. So it seems like it's just status quo business as usual from a recruiting standpoint. Now, if Arizona were going to press for a kid to commit, not going to happen. Not with Sean Miller currently under a one-year deal, but Arizona's also not going to ask a kid to commit until they have a clear, you know, kind of stance on the extension. So I don't know. I think it's a kind of a nothing burger in terms of it's got to be done yesterday. I think if an extension happens in the next couple of days or the next even couple of weeks, I think it's totally fine. Yeah. And my question also is, are you really missing out on a kid that you would get otherwise? Is there a kid in California right now that is not committing to Arizona that otherwise would have? Like you said, Sean Miller can recruit. I think the important thing is to make sure that all your ducks are in a row right here when it comes to a contract extension, bringing everything back. Because like you said, time in this case, I don't believe is of the essence. Kids in this COVID types community situation are not committing right now. I think that was a very good point of yours. So if we're sitting here talking about this in five or six days, is Dewan Wagner Jr., sitting on a commitment and then saying, you know what, eh, I'm not going to go to Arizona because they don't have this situation figured out. To me, it's trying to make a situation where right now there really isn't a situation. The other thing too, and you're the insider and I just kind of hear things, but Robbins has always been the guy that's kind of been behind Sean Miller. So the fact that now all of a sudden, after all of his statements, he's saying, I want to get rid of this guy. Maybe that's true, but that also doesn't feel to me like something that is, okay, yeah, we should just take that as gospel. Yeah, and and I think more importantly, um, if there's recruits out there that have made up their mind that Arizona is the place they want to go to school, and, and that can be partly because of Arizona, the school, and it can be partly in a large part because of Sean Miller, that stance isn't just going to change in the next two or three weeks. You don't you you aren't a top hundred kid in the country and you make up your mind to commit to a school and then have it change out of the blue, unless you're not really that committed to that school to begin with, which is why I think if it's, you know, weeks and not months, it's not a huge deal. If you look at, you know, the top 50 kids in the country for next year's class, 2022, maybe five of them are committed. So there's still a ton of time, still a ton of time to recruit, still a ton of time to get kids to commit. Um, assuming you get an extension done here within the next couple of weeks. And this is the issue too. And to kind of piggyback on what you're saying, we're at a stage right now where this isn't a normal off season. Look at the 2022 class. There's not a lot of kids that are committing right now. The worst thing that I think you can do is not make sure that you have all of your ducks in a row, because honestly, you know, Arizona is not a unique situation when it does come to Sean Miller. And that's because of obvious situations when it comes to the notice of allegations being released, the uh, IARP, who knows exactly what that's going to happen. So I think a lot of people are really stressed out right now, and I get it. Arizona basketball runs everything, but at the same time, I would also just say pump the brakes a little bit, chill, 
And I think things are probably going to be okay there, Brogan. Yeah. And, and, you know, Arizona's fan base isn't like every other fan base out there. And in the day and age of social media and, and instant gratification, you want everything to happen as soon as possible. And fan bases get antsy when, when there's kind of uncertainty surrounding their program. So the fact that there's the IARP judgment coming, you know, in the next six months, two years, whatever that may be, I think adds a little bit of fuel to the fire, but I totally agree. I, I, from the things I've been hearing and the things I've been seeing, I don't think there's any reason to panic. I think Sean Miller's definitely the coach at Arizona for the near future. Um, and until something kind of blows me away to change my mind on that, I think that's going to be my stance for the, for the near future. If you sure. want to, uh, if you want to bet on the NCAA tournament coming up right here, betonline.ag has you covered. And this is the time to be able to make some money when it comes to betonline.ag. Let's talk now, or when we come back, let's talk a little bit about the national perspective of this and what uh, Dan Wolken just put out there. And we'll get you a little bit caught up on that. You're listening to Locked On Wildcats. Happy Friday, everyone. Listening to Locked On Wildcats. Dan Wolken put an interesting article out. And for people out, out there that don't know exactly who Dan Wolken is, he is a he's a national writer for USA Today Sports, and he's broken a lot of stories over the years. And he put an article out basically saying that uh, Arizona is trying to get rid of Sean Miller and that um, they don't really feel comfortable. They had a couple sources in there. I probably have an idea on who a couple of those sources might be. But his article was basically that Sean Miller could be on the outs there. Did I phrase everything right there, right, Brogan? Yeah, and and he wasn't, you know, hiding or or you know mixing his words or, or anything. It was, you know, his opinion piece is really that hey, Arizona needs to move needs to make a decision on on Sean. Stood by him this entire time, you know. If you wanted to fire him, you had five different kind of moments in the last three years where you could have fired him and been completely justified and probably had support, you know, by and large in the media and things like that. Where the article gets a little kind of sideways for me is that he's basically putting it out there that Dr. Robbins wants to fire Sean Miller. And he's making no, there's no, again, there's no other interpretation of what he's saying. And so he's certainly giving off the opinion that Arizona is either going to fire Sean Miller or let him, you know, coach out the remaining year of his contract, which would completely handcuff the program for a good three to five years. It's that's just not what I'm hearing. And so the article's interesting to me because it goes against the stuff that I'm hearing and, and so much so that, Sean Miller's going to be the guy. Uh, I'm not certain enough to call it, you know, 100%, but it's certainly looking in that direction. So it just kind of makes me wonder where Wolken's getting his stuff. And, you know, let me, let me, ta- let me take it a step. Let me take a step further. This to me also could be something, and I don't really begrudge Sean Miller for doing this. You know, you hear the old uh, phrase, uh, don't hate the player, hate the game. And I want to take you back to about 2010, where. There were a lot of reports out that Sean Miller was looking at possibly leaving Arizona and going to Maryland. And I was told from somebody at the time, 
and I still believe this to be the case, that Sean Miller wasn't really going to Maryland. He was looking to exact things from Greg Byrne. And guess what? Those things were all exacted from Greg Byrne. This is, to me, could be a very similar situation in that he knows he's probably coming back, but at the same time, he doesn't exactly like how everything is going with Dr. Robbins. So you put out some feelers, say, or put out some feelings saying, all right, this is going on here, this is going on here. I don't really like the way that all of this is uh, panning out. And then you get the community behind before long, you get a lot of people saying, well, we need to take care of this situation because this is this is our coach. This is Sean Miller. When in actuality, you know that you're coming back and you're also kind of playing the public to a certain extent to try to get what you want. Again, conjecture, but it does feel somewhat similar to possibly what happened back in 2010. Yeah, and here's what we know for sure. Sean Miller currently has next to no leverage. Um with the university outside of the fact that he's due, you know, one and a half or $2 million for, as a buyout. So it's hard for them to get rid of him because they don't want to just give him $2 million to go away. Right. Um, so this feels like a leverage play to me to try to get some sort of leverage you can and put pressure on the administration at Arizona to speed this thing up or potentially, rush into an extension that gives Miller maybe more favorable terms than, than it might appear he might get on the surface because, again, Arizona's holding the majority of the cards. When we come back, let's talk about what this means if Arizona were to actually play this one out into the season and what it would mean if Sean Miller actually was a lame duck. You're listening to Locked On Wildcats with John Brogan. I am merely Mike Luke. We're discussing kind of the media narrative, a little bit of an extension of what's going on with Sean Miller. What exactly do we know? Is there a leverage in play here? What exactly is going on here? Now, moving on, the question has been thrown out there. What would it mean if Arizona were to go into a season where Sean Miller doesn't have a contract for next year? And honestly, I get the talking points. I really do where... People just essentially say, well, you've got to have a, a coach under contract because if you can't, you can't recruit. I totally get that. This is also a little bit of a different situation, though, and that you're still awaiting to hear exactly what's going to become of an NCA or excuse me, an IARP uh, appeal. So I get that part as well. But my main thing is everybody is making such a rush right now that this has to be decided right now. And let's just say, for example, that it, that it isn't. If you go into next season and Sean Miller's under a one-year deal, are is the impact on the court going to be any different? Now, again, the recruiting might suffer, but is the impact on the court next year going to be any different, Brogan? No. Well, I think I mean, no by the stance of you still have got all the same players. I don't think you run the risk of players leaving and not coming back. I think you, you know, these same players could easily transfer after next season or, you know, forego college basketball, go overseas, whatever the case may be. So I think the product on the court would be virtually the same from a talent perspective, where I do think you do get a little bit of, of difference creeping in is Sean Miller's contract would be a storyline throughout the season that he and the team would have to deal with as a distraction. So I do think there is that angle. 
again, I think that's pretty minor. I think there's a bigger hit on the recruiting side, but in terms of the product that's on the court, Arizona's still going to be a top 25 team next year if Sean Miller's coaching out the last year of his contract. Yeah, and again, it's not ideal, but if you did go into next off or next season with a coach under con or not under contract, you know what I think happens, and I think it happens pretty quickly, especially if Arizona's good. The buzz around it becomes almost impossible not to extend him. So again, I don't have any inside information, but I do believe that even if you were to go into next season with Sean Miller as the quote unquote lame duck candidate, I don't know, Brogan. I still think that if they're good, it becomes almost impossible not to extend him at some point. My my uh line in the sand is that Sean Miller is going to be extended here at some point here and for people not to worry and even if it goes into the season not ideal I still believe that he is going to be extended at some point yeah and I'll be surprised if it if it goes into the season you know the early signing period for basketball is in November um that's going to be a, a crucial date for Arizona and so I, I do think there needs to be an extension by May or June at the latest, like that's my, right. You're really starting to mess stuff up. I think it'll be before then. Um, but I think you've still got time to really not mess up anything from a program standpoint out of driving the fan base crazy. Um, but uh, yeah, I think to your point, you take a one year hit on recruiting. If you wait till the season starts, Arizona still got a ton of talent that comes back even from next year's team. So uh, it's a minimal impact to me outside of you stunt your progress from a recruiting standpoint. But again, I don't think it drags out that long either. I think it's probably weeks, days or weeks, not months. And one thing that I think we do need to be clear with people here is that the Arizona Board of Regents, no matter what they put out from a generic point perspective, their job still is approving the overall health of a university, of a program. So I could see... despite what anybody's saying about how the Arizona Board of Regents is also saying, all right, let's just see how this plays out first. Let's just see what exactly does happen there. And honestly, they'd be well within their rights to be to do that there, Brogan. Yeah, and and here's what I think. I think if Arizona gives Sean Miller a five-year, $25 million contract with a $20 million buyout after year two, or after year one, I mean, and a... $15 million buyout, right? His, his whole entire contract's guaranteed. If you fire him, you're paying the remainder. I think the Board of Regents is going to say, hold up a second. Right. Let's have a conversation about <laughs> Right. This, Let's right? see what's going on right so, here. So they're, they're really there to prevent Arizona from doing something extremely outlandish. If Arizona comes to them with, hey, here's a three-year, four-year, five-year extension. It's got some safeguards and some guardrails in place for the university. It's a minimal buyout if, if something comes out super negative with the IARP. If we don't like the product on the court, you know, the buyout is maybe 50% and not 80%, then the Board of Regents is going to rubber stamp that thing. And that's why they say, hey, we trust the schools to run their departments because we do trust them to initiate extensions and contracts that serve both coach and uh, school. And so as long as they're there to prevent the school from doing something stupid is, is more or less what it is. As always, uh, John, appreciate you coming on, and you'll be back with us next week. Just for the people out there, I will be uh, anchoring some of the Locked On Sports 
West Coast coverage for uh, Pac-12 basketball, or excuse me, for the NCAA tournament. And you know what that means? That means some Gonzaga basketball. That also means a little bit of Oregon basketball. And heck, maybe even a little bit of Dana Altman talk. Fingers crossed. (laughs) Thanks for listening to Locked On Wildcats and have a great weekend, everybody.